This is Dr. Nate once again on the EM Stud Podcast. Thanks for listening in on a very important day if you are a fourth-year medical student applying to EM, because today is December 10th, 2014. Why is today so important? We'll get there in a sec, but first I want to offer my sincere condolences to all of my friends, colleagues, and especially my students who are no doubt suffering in the frigid temperatures all across the country. I get to say that because right now I am on an island far, far away from my hospital where it is sunny and over 70 degrees and I am surrounded by an aroma of tropical awesomeness. But despite the gorgeous weather, the clear blue ocean waves gently rolling onto the pristine white sand, the never-ending supply of cocktails, or the comfort in being nowhere near a prescription pad, I couldn't miss the opportunity to share some thoughts with all of you applicants out there in light of the fact that today is 100 days until match day. That's right, T-minus 100 days until Friday, March 20th, 2015, when you will be handed an envelope containing little more than your name and your future training program. So in this episode, I want to touch on a few things related to what you should be doing in preparation for match day. To start, here are some basics you need to be aware of. The National Resident Matching Program, or NRMP, available at www.nrmp.org, opens for rank order list submissions on January 15, 2015. The rank order list, or ROL, is the official term used by the NRMP, but when you hear me say rank list, I'm using the terms interchangeably. I don't want anyone to be confused here. The deadline for submitting your finalized rank list is February 25th at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Make sure that when you submit your final rank list to the NRMP, you have certified your list so that it will be included in the match process. Match week starts on Monday, March 16th, when you will be notified if you have not matched, upon which you will need to get in touch with your dean's office to go through the SOAP, which stands for the Supplemental Offer and Acceptance Program. This is the process used to procure any unfilled positions if they're available. And finally, the official match day is on Friday, March 20th, 2015. And believe me, it will be here before you know it. Now, take a deep breath and relax for a second, because if you're listening to this podcast now, you still have plenty of time to finish up your interviews and do some long, hard thinking about your rank list. I know there's a lot going on right now between traveling and interviewing and doing rotations, all while wondering what the next three to four years of your life will be like. So for now, I just want you to take this information and tuck it into the back of your brain. Now, before we go any further, allow me to summarize the matching process. This is probably explained to you at some point by your school, but I think it's worth it to rehash. Keep in mind that the main goal of the matching algorithm is to match an applicant to the highest program on his or her rank list, provided that the program has also ranked the applicant on their list. So I'm going to pretend I'm an applicant who just submitted and certified my rank list and am eagerly awaiting the results. Once everyone's rank lists are in, including the residency programs, the computer starts plugging away at the match algorithm. At the top of my list is my number one preference. In other words, I am dying to be at this program. It is my favorite among all of the places which I interviewed at, and despite not knowing my chances of successfully matching there, I put it at the top. Now, this is important for structuring your rank list. You, too, want to list the programs in order of your preference 
and not by, say, whether you think you'll get in or whether the program told you that they liked you. The algorithm is not designed to work to your advantage that way. But because I placed my favorite program at the top of my list, the computer is going to take a look at that program, and now one of three things can happen. First, the program has not yet filled, and there is an available spot. So then I get tentatively matched to that program, and I'm in until the algorithm either finishes running or finds someone else to replace me, someone that the program ranked higher. Second, the program is full, but I happen to be ranked higher on the program's list than somebody already tentatively matched. So now I get that spot until, again, either the algorithm is done running or someone else replaces me. Third, the program is full, and I am not ranked higher by the program than the lowest person on their list. I don't get my top choice, but now the algorithm tries to work on getting me my second. What's important is that at each step, the matching process attempts to place each applicant as high as possible on his or her rank list. If a tentative match is overturned, the process essentially starts over for the applicant. Only at the end are all tentative matches made final. There's a great handout on the NRMP website to explain this in more detail if you're interested. Now, the system can fail you, however, if you don't adhere to some basic principles. What if I had not put together my rank list in order of preference, but rather in order of where I think I'm most likely to match? I'm no longer taking advantage of an algorithm that is designed to favor me, the applicant, and instead, I may be placing my match success more in the hands of the programs. My preferences, my values, in terms of the type or location of programs I'd like to train at is no longer in play. What if I simply didn't rank enough programs? Consider this. In 2014, a total of 1,786 PGY-1 positions in emergency medicine were offered, 99.2% filled. In 2013, 1,743 positions were offered, and all but three were left unmatched. In 2012, 1,668 positions were offered, and zero went unmatched. The trend here is that the number of available spots is increasing, but the competition is keeping up. If we dive into the data a little further, what seems to hold is that the more programs you rank, the more likely you will be successful in matching into emergency medicine. For U.S. grads, ranking seven programs in EM gives you about a 90% chance of matching. Ranking 12 programs raises that probability to about 99%. This is hopefully reassuring to you in spite of the increasing competition, as many students are still ultimately successful in matching into emergency medicine. But be smart when putting together your rank list. Keep it in order of your preference and rank all of the programs that you could potentially see yourself at. Do not gamble on a single program just because they told you they like you. Programs aren't allowed to tell you where you are on their list so don't trust any promises given to you. Now, I wish I could make it easier for you to know which program to rank number one, number two, number three, and so on, but when it comes to creating a rank list, this is a very personal decision-making process. Some students rely on Excel sheets comparing programs side by side, others simply go with their gut and modify their rank list as they go through interviews. I'd recommend a combination of the two. When you have some time and somewhere quiet, sit down with your notes and think about what each program has to offer. Do you like the structure of the curriculum? Do you like the faculty and the residents? Did the program seem like a good fit for you? 
Can you see yourself working there for the next three to four years? Ultimately, I think you'll discover what you value most in a residency program and can then use that to develop your rank list. Your top choice may be your classmate's last choice, but that's perfectly okay. And don't forget to talk to your family, spouse, or significant other. Their input is just as important, and they will be critical in helping you maintain a work-life balance throughout residency. If you want more advice on setting up your match list, I highly recommend you talk to your advisors, mentors, faculty, residents at your program, and visit the links on the website. In particular, EM Advisor, EM Mentoring 101, and Academic Life and Emergency Medicine are some great resources to help you navigate your way to match day. So in summary, NRMP opens in a little more than a month on January 15th, 2015, and your final certified rank list is due by February 25th at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you haven't already started thinking about your rank list, now's a good time to do so. Think about what you want in a program, talk to your family, spouse, significant other, and keep a running list in the order of your preference, not where you think you'll match. Don't let yourself be misguided by any promises or commitments from programs. In fact, any sort of coercion is prohibited and nothing is ever final until match day. Remember that the match is binding, so don't rank any programs you would absolutely no way not under any circumstance wish to be at, but keep in mind that the probability of matching into EM goes up with the number of programs on your rank list. Check out EM Advisor, EM Mentoring 101, and Academic Life and Emergency Medicine, especially the Google Hangout videos, for more tips on preparing for the match. You can find the links on our website. Also, let me just comment on a few more interview things. The number of applications and the competition for interview spots this year is incredibly high. If you are scheduled for an interview and you plan on canceling, I want you to know two things. First, it is fine to cancel an interview. Things come up, priorities shift, and it is okay if you change your mind about interviewing at a program. It happens. The second thing, though, that you need to know is that if you plan on canceling, do it as soon as possible and as professionally as possible. Do not under any circumstance, simply not show up. This reflects poorly on you, your school, your advisor, and most importantly, it wastes a spot that could have been offered to another qualified applicant. As EM faculty and advisors, we want everyone to have a successful match in emergency medicine. So don't hold on to interview spots if you're not going to use them. There's no gaming the system here. Be professional and courteous to your fellow students. They'll be your future colleagues. For those of you still hoping to get a few more interviews, get in touch with a few programs that you are seriously considering. Send an email to the program saying that you're still interested and would love to be considered for an interview. Include something that ties you to the area or the program to let them know that you're being genuine. But keep it brief and keep it courteous. You will end up shooting yourself in the foot if you come across as rude, pushy, high maintenance, or desperate. And after you contact them, make sure you're checking your voicemail and emails frequently. You don't want to miss your chance at a last-minute interview spot. An interview in January counts just as much as one in November. And finally, send thank you cards after you interview. A personalized, handwritten note on quality stationery is always a nice gesture. Even if it doesn't improve your chances at matching, it's the professional thing to do. Okay, so that's all for now. I'm going to keep this episode short and sweet so I can get back to my fun in the sun 
and you can get back to doing an awesome job on interviews. I know it's getting tiring, but keep up all the hard work you're doing to be an EM stud. It's worth it in the end, I promise.